part two of the, the Follow Me series, Practicing the Way of Jesus. So uh, if you guys have been around for any length of time here at Anthem, you'll probably be like, all right, this kind of sounds familiar. And it's, it is, right? Like this is something that we do kind of annually, an annual primer of what it's like or what we believe it's like to, to call ourselves disciples of God. Yeah, it's kind of like the heartbeat of our church, but also the heartbeat of being a believer is to be with Jesus, um, become like Jesus, and do what Jesus did and is doing currently here and now. So like Matt said last week, Bert kind of primed us on just what it is to be a disciple, and that's the basics of just being with him. That's the most important thing. And he talked about a disciple is an apprentice putting it basically, yep. and they talked about what an apprentice is and just what do you do when you're an apprentice? You're with that person learning. So that's what we want to do is just be with Jesus. And um, it looks different. It can be prayer. It can be silence and solitude. It can be um, Sabbath. But the kicker is, is that it doesn't just happen. We don't just ask Jesus to be in our lives and then life is easy. We actually... Um, have to practice and be with him. And like, I love the songs. They were perfect. Like, it doesn't just happen and happen to us, but we have to be willing to be patient and practice and be with him. Yeah. So we're actually going to revisit the that Luke text that Addie so wonderfully read earlier. So I'm just going to read it again uh, for us and then kind of guide our discussion based off of that. So once again, we're in Luke 6, verse 46 through 49. And why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, immediately it fell, and the ruin of the house was great. So, I don't know, listening to this, it just kind of like brings up the fact, like, hey, how often uh, do we feel like we know something, uh, and that's good enough, right? Because it's not about what we know, it's about what we do. Um, kind of like a, an, an example I thought of after reading that is, I don't know, all my golfers are not here today, so this may just fall on dead ears. I guess Jackson golfs, that's sick. Um, but it's like the, mo the most strokes that you do in golf is putting, right? It's the thing where you're standing over there, you hit the ball like a very short amount. You do that more times than you do anything else golfing, but that's not fun to practice, right? Practicing, all I wanna do is go out there, grab the big driver and hit the ball as far as I can. That's not gonna make me any better um, of a golfer. And uh, I know that, like I know I need to practice putting instead of practicing the big stick, but. Maybe yeah. mine's more relatable, but maybe not. It's probably right. <laughs> My example was like, I was gluten-free for two years and I knew that was like what I needed to do and I felt so good and healthy. And then my heart and my desire for real pizza <laughs> is way greater than my desire to feel overall better. So yeah, yeah I don't want to practice being gluten-free because it stinks. It does. I'm glad you're not gluten-free. So yeah. So many of us feel like disconnected between uh, the promise of change and transformation versus what's really happening in our lives. Um, 
And why is that? It's because like we believe that the information that we know alone is going to change it, change us without practice. So um, if the information alone doesn't change us, what does? Yeah, and Jesus actually says this in his own words in the Bible. So I'm going to have you flip with me. We're going to go to Matthew 7, 24 first. I'm going to have you flip twice, so this is your first one. Matthew 7, 7, 24. Okay. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And then, depending on your translation, it might say something like, everyone then who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then flip over to Luke 6, verse 46. Which was our first text. Oh, okay. Flip back. Yeah. And it says... Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? He's being like so specific. You call me Lord, and I'm telling you to be with me, and you're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so as, as we talk about practice, it's important to note that this is not uh, about trying really hard. Uh, it's actually about training really hard. So we've actually got two, uh, two quotes here. Uh, the first one should be fairly familiar because Bert likes to quote him all the time. They're not going to be on the board. But uh, Dallas Willard, uh, was, he once said, uh, grace is opposed to earning uh, and not effort. So just as we kind of really focus on or learn about how practice isn't about trying, uh, it's about training, uh, I'll bring up another example, and I'm going to pick on Alyssa here, but, um, it's okay. That's how we show our love. Yeah, we do love each other, but, uh, no matter how hard Alyssa were to try, there is a 0% chance that she could go up and get a hit against the Dodgers all time leading strikeout leader. Now Clayton Kershaw represent it happened last night. I don't know if you guys are watching, but it did. So she could go out there and try as hard as she wants but there's a 0% chance that Alyssa is going to make contact on any pitch that he threw at her, unless there was tons of training involved. So uh, Mark Skindretti also quoted uh, through Practicing the Way of Jesus, you can't learn karate by watching, and we can't learn to follow Jesus without practicing to do what he did and taught. Jesus didn't just communicate information or ideas, but he declared, I am the way, and invited his disciples into a new life that was fueled and inspired by his example, teaching and sacrifice. So this is where the actual practices of Jesus or those spiritual disciplines that we've kind of been talking about for a few months now, uh, Sabbath, reading scripture, prayer, uh, fasting. Uh, that's where all of those kind of come into action. So this is how we train, by doing those spiritual disciplines uh, that Jesus did, uh, and not by trying. So, yeah. But the problem with practice is that we actually have to do something about it, and we want what's here and what's now and easy and least resistant. I think very much so for our culture moving forward. That's what we want, which is such a bummer, but it takes um, time and patience. I know growing up I did dance. I was in competitive dance, and there was times I did not want to go to dance practice, but 
if I wanted to win and be really good, I had to practice. And that's what we want to do here. We have to be mindful of putting what we want now over, no, we want to put what we want for the future. And I'm going to read what I wrote because now I'm saying it bad. We want to practice this Jesus about what we want most. That, there we go. What we want most over what we want now. Like I wanted to win in that dance competition more than wanting to like stay at home and watch cartoons or play with my friends. Yeah. And I want to be with Jesus more than X, Y, Z. For example, time in scripture over on the way to work, just having a quick podcast to fill that void or that cup. Time in prayer over sleeping in. That one's a hard one for me. Time in Sabbath, which is really hard for a lot of people. Yeah. Overworking in the front yard. <laughs> so things like that. We have to be mindful and really think about what we want for our life forever and not just what we want in the here and now. Yeah, I think that's that's so true. And I think that's something that we need to be transparent and like honest with ourselves about, right? Like how much easier <laughs> is it to, to do what we want now versus what we really like actually want most or what, what Christ tells us is, is best for us? We always go for that, that quick, that easy. Hey, can I maybe get a little extra sleep? Oh, I'll just listen to a podcast. Oh, I'll do this. I'll do that. Oh, I, I prayed last week. Listen to worship music in the car, so, so I'm excellent. Yeah. yeah, but uh, in Luke 6, Jesus tells us uh, like two ways of living, and, and the first one is, is choosing what we want most. So what do we want most? We want to live into our created, intended identity uh, and purpose as blessable, image-bearing partners uh, with God and in advancing, in advancing his kingdom and mission, and in uh, his mission and kingdom. So uh, it says that in Luke 6, so everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man who builds a house, who dug deep the foundation on the rock. A wise man built his house upon the rock. We know the song. And when the flood arose, a stream broke against that house and it could not shake it because it had been well built. So, and then choosing what we want now. Uh, over what we want most. So, uh, but the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without foundation. When the stream broke against it, it immediately fell, and the ruin of that house was great. So, what are some of the things that we live, like we want, that we show that we want now by how we are currently living? So, like those are happiness, those are pleasure, those are short term success, money etc. Like what kind of things are, are coming into your mind right now? You don't have to say them out loud, but, but what are, what's the easy way of living for you? So choosing what you want most is about partnering with the Spirit in your formation. Choosing what you want now is about handing over your formation to someone or something else. The, the world, blogs, podcasts, news, the enemy, your desires, etc. So it's possible, it's promised, it's not expected that as a follower of Jesus, you do uh, what he told you to do. But um, I think I said that wrong. So it's possible and it's promised. It's expected that as a follower of Jesus, you do what he told you. But it's not inevitable. So which one would you choose? One thing we want to kind of do today uh, is 
bring some of the rhythm that we got, that we had during the Rebuilder series when we were back in the church office that, I don't know, I loved it so much. I think you guys loved it. I, I remember people telling us how much we loved it. Um, and we like that. Like, we want this church to feel like a family. So um, what we're actually going to do is we're going to break into small discussion groups, like three to five people around you. Um, and we're going to kind of talk about some of these four questions. I'm going to throw them on the screen. Uh, Alyssa will read those questions, and then we'll come kind of back and uh, kind of round that time of discussion out, so. Yeah, and so we're gonna be like three to five, we're small, so yeah, like three-ish. I know sometimes it's, we don't love talking to people we don't know or people don't know very well, but there's nothing to gain from not being like open and vulnerable and honest with yourselves and with each other. I think it'd be a huge encouragement to other people to be just, kind of reflective of yourself and honest. Um, so here are the questions, we'll keep them up so you remember. And if you don't have time to hit them all, that's fine. But um, what are some practices, rhythms, and habits that help you be with Jesus? What habits and rhythms save? What rhythms is, have. Have, rhythms have. Me. You integrated into your life already. If what we learned is true, how should we change? And who will we share this with? And if you don't have practice rhythms and habits that you do with Jesus, that is okay. And um, we are all learning to be better at this. So don't feel like you have to come up with something. Um, maybe just share something that you'd like to start doing. So uh, we will give you like 10, yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah, 10, 15 minutes. Break up into small groups, three to five people. And yeah, We'll, uh, we'll come back up here. We'll kind of close out this discussion, and then we'll finish up with, with some uh, singing after that. So, All right. We're just going to kind of close it up. That was an awesome time together. Um, we loved doing that at the, at the office, so we're glad we got to do that again and share some stuff together. I was thinking just that this feels kind of heavy to want to be able to do all of these things to be with Jesus. I know for me, I'm like, oh, I want to be better at Sabbath. Oh, I want to be better. But like, and it kind of feels like a lot. Um, so I just want to encourage you to start small and don't feel like you have to do it all. Um, whether that's waking up one day a week early, um, whether that's giving a little bit of uh, your money to tithe or just something small that it's an achievable goal to help encourage you rather than saying, I want to be better at all of this and do it all now and get better at all of it. I know, Marilyn, I hope it's okay. I'm going to give you as an example. She shared with our um, group something she does that I think is, she does, she's an amazing woman, does amazing things, and if you don't know her, you should really get to know her. But one of the small things um, that she does is she has like a, I'm going to not give a true example, but like say every time she opens her curtains in the morning, that might be one of them, but she prays for that one person that cues her to when she opens her curtains, she prays for Jason, her husband, or something like that. That's something very small and attainable that we can achieve just being with Jesus, and I think it's um, just an encouragement. You don't have to do it all and do it all perfect, but just start little. And then my other thing was I was going to say, find somebody to help you be accountable. We have core groups. If you're not a part of a core group, you could talk to one of us and we could kind of get you plugged in. Um, it's just smaller groups 
that meet together or um, just find one person that you, maybe Marilyn, I know she's really good at praying for people and I want to be better at that. She could be my person that helps keep me accountable. So just some two things to encourage us to kind of just be better at being with Jesus. Totally. And this isn't something that comes from our own power, right? Like this is through the love of the Father, the work uh, of Jesus and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit that we're able to grow and be like Jesus and join him uh, in his work. So uh, kind of as Jackson and um, James come up and, and get ready to kind of close us out in worship, I want to like lead us through three separate prayers uh, that I want to kind of encourage you guys to be praying um, this week and, and kind of following. And, and that first prayer is, Lord, help me grow. Lord, help me grow to be more like you. Lord, help me grow to be with you. Lord, help me grow to join you in what you're doing in my life and, and in this church. Um, the second prayer is, is, Lord, help me want to grow. <laughs> I think that one kind of hits me a bit like deeper. Lord, like help me actually want to do this. Help me to want to partner uh, with you and what you're doing in this church and what you're doing in my life and what you're doing with my neighbors. And then, Lord, help me want to want to grow. So um, it's not easy, but uh, I want to encourage you guys to be praying for those three things. Lord, help me grow. Lord, help me want to grow. Lord, help me want to want to grow. Um, help change my desires to, to pursue the things that are of you. And so, um, Father, uh, I pray, I pray for that for this church, Lord. I pray for that for, for me specifically, Lord, but also for, for those that uh, are members of the body of Anthem, Lord. Um, Lord, help us, help us grow. Lord, help us want to grow. Help us want to want to grow. Lord, to spend our time pursuing you, um, doing the things that you did, Lord, and, and joining you in, in your work and your mission here. Lord, we can't do it on our own, no matter how awesome we think we are. We don't have the ability to um, go perform without practice. Lord, we need that practice and, and help us desire that, God. We love you. You're so good to us, and you're doing great things here. Lord, um, pray that we don't get in your way. In your name, amen.